0: hello and welcome to the emerald games cast my name is nolan with me is i'm janelle and i'm alex and we're back it's may 30th week nine i guess we're straddling into week 10 how are you guys doing
1: um pretty good week 10 of quarantine school yeah considering that life is
2: a nightmare right now yeah pretty good sounds about right
1: We've been starting these really positively. You know what? I am good. We got our Japanese PlayStation in the mail like w- weeks before we were supposed to, and mm-hmm. it's pink and very cute. Oh, it's and... pink. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's, it's uh, really B-
0: good. Official name of the color variant is Sakura. <laughs> it's our, Aww. it's our cherry blossom PS2. Is it? Is it a fat it,
2: PS2 or ah,
0: big okay. fat PS2? Big yep. boy. Um. And weird. This is weird. I don't know if this is region locking or the model, but the power cord to our American fat PS2 is incompatible with it. Oh. And for a minute, so we ordered it, it didn't come with any cables, it only came with the box. And I sat it down upstairs and was worried I wasn't going to get to play anything with Janelle. And then, strangest thing, our PS4, our American PS4 power cord is compatible with it, so... <laughs> yeah, Japan had a
2: different electrical
0: was... thing in some places for a while. Um, I forget what the term well, it's, is, it's, but... It's not that the cord is different um, for voltage or anything, at least I don't think so. It's that the shape of the plug is, on the Japanese one, it's rounded on both ends. The part that plugs into the back of the PS2, but the American one is boxed on one end. And I guess they must have unified that PS4 or so, because I think now PlayStation is all region free. Um, right, PS4 is region free, so they probably fix the power cords, but anyways, all that to say, uh, Janelle tells me it's pink. It looks silver to me. Wait, you have an color blind. I was scene. gonna say,
2: <laughs> I was like, how did you oh, not yeah. <laughs> see it?
1: I am regretting it not getting the blue. It was between this and a nice blue color and... Wait, 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 okay. I just one. remembered
2: my favorite Nolan story that is related to video games and is a caveat. Janelle, have I ever told you about the Game Boy Advance? Oh no. No. So, uh, this was in high school, I think it was, um... Nolan had moved to Salem, I was in Portland, so we would text each other, and he was like, oh, I found a, a Game Boy Advance for a really, a Game Boy Advance SP, really good price, a goodwill, and I was like, oh, that's awesome, and he's like, yeah, it's super cool, it's pink, but like, whatever, it's fine, it plays games, I was like, that's awesome, um, and when I went up and saw it, it was gray, but, <laughs> but, it had heart stickers on it. Yep. So his brain just filled in the blanks. I love that. <laughs> yeah, which is
1: that's really... kind of sad. And I'm like,
2: <laughs> I think it's super really? interesting. I, this is not a psychological colorblind podcast, but like, I wanna, <laughs> well, I wanna look into that.
1: It, if we, if we get more listeners, it can be. That's
0: true. Let's talk to Ryan about that. Well, um, <laughs> it's, it's weird because you would think that my brain would know that this Japanese PS2 is called the the cherry blossom edition and that I would be able to fill in the blanks and make it pink in my brain. <laughs> yeah, And I can in certain lighting, in certain lighting, it's obviously pink, but you gotta put, you, know, you gotta put hearts on it. It was on just it. so silver. Happily. Yeah. Put
2: some hearts on it.
1: Hey, that reminds me. Sorry. This is a non-video game related tangent. Yeah, what's but up? I was talking to my mom the other day about Polaroid cameras. <laughs> and I was like, hang on, this is completely irrelevant. I was like, yeah, mom, there's this like Hello Kitty one I want. And I think it's cool and vintage. And she was like, well, you know, eBay has lots of childish ones on there. So you should just look there. What the fuck? What the hell is that about? <laughs> so maybe I will buy my Hello Kitty Polaroid and put some stickers on my PlayStation. I yeah, would never, but but maybe. And no one can stop me because I'm a grown adult. You are. That's and I pay trick. taxes. <laughs> the right to put stickers on my pink PlayStation. You sure do. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: Absolutely.
0: Damn God it, bless. Damn it, that's how
1: I'm doing. God,
0: God bless. Well, Thank you so much. But yeah, I'm glad you decided to bring up something positive instead of us always talking about Stuck Inside Misery, because frankly, I'm I'm with you. I'm feeling pretty good with our, our new toy here. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Alex, what about you? Have you been playing... Some games, anything new? I know that you, you sent me a copy of Dragon Quest Builders too, I did. I'm gonna I force you to play it. This I is imag- this are is you my get back into that with me or what's your I'd plan like here? to
2: if you want to. Well, the yeah. the multiplayer is not as good as the, the single player, but it's, it's still good. Um but recently one thing I've been playing was uh on the Epic store there is a game called uh Sludge Life, I believe is what it's called. I have the thing on my thing. Let me look it up hold
0: on. Oh, I haven't heard about this.
2: Yeah, Sludge Life. Um it is super cool. It is this like Everything is gross and grimy, and dis- every single thing is unpleasant and grimy and disgusting about it. It's almost like a punky, mad magazine cover. Um, but your goal is to just you just explore a city and, and tag things with your spray paint cans. Um, but it's actually free on the Epic Store for an entire year. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So you guys should check that out if you get the chance. I thought it was super interesting. As, as unpleasant as it was, I enjoyed playing it, if that makes sense.
1: See, the um, thing is, when something's free for too long, I will inevitably forget about it and never download it.
2: Well, that's why you so. got to do it on, immediately. You got to do it as soon as you find out it's free. Because there's nothing stopping you from getting it as soon as possible.
1: You have to boot up your computer. But I get what your you're computer, Your that computer is booted
0: up right now. So, like...
1: That is true. What's
0: the gameplay of this game? Is it, like, the blob? Are you trying to convert the city, put it all full of graffiti, or what? Nope, what's your is, objective? It is... First person, your
2: objective is to just chill with your bros and tag. Oh, so it's it's just more of like an
0: experience
2: than it's, a game? Well, it's definitely a game. There's gameplay to it. It's first person, and there's a lot of uh, platforming elements to it. Um, I'm not huge on first person platforming, but I like the aesthetic so much that I will let it slide. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's great. There's a lot of... It, it feels very, like, modern in a weird way, but it's also harkening back to, like, the sort of grungy 90s aesthetic. Um, they even have like a hmm. a weird like CRT grainy filter that's just there and it actually looks pretty good, even though I complained about CRT filters the other day. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's a really interesting experience and it's also free for an entire year. So Not if, bad. You, if you have that in the epic store, you should give it a shot.
0: Alright. Can't go wrong with that. You can't at all. We have you guys played got... anything on
2: your PS two yet? Sorry, I didn't mean to
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna talk about. Oh, yeah. We we got two games. Um I think I mentioned them Back when we ordered them originally, I think I mentioned them on the podcast, but they are... One of them is called Boku no Natsu Yasumi, which is, uh, it means My Summer Vacation. And it's pretty much what it says on the box. You play as this, this elementary school kid whose mother is pregnant. It's 1975, your mom is pregnant, and so your dad, because your mom needs to go into some kind of special care, it's a complicated pregnancy, drives you out to your relative's house um your mom's sister so your aunt's house and you're gonna stay there for the month of august and it's this rural japanese town and um the game is so far pretty free form um you're gonna be there for 31 days and basically you wake up in the morning and you do exercise with the family and then the, the ant makes breakfast, and you just do whatever you want. Maybe you go catch bugs, or maybe the uncle says, hey, I'm going to go um, work in my pottery workshop today if you want to come and hang out with me. Maybe you can borrow my fishing pole, stuff like that. And it's just stupid relaxing it's, and really cute.
1: It's the perfect game for me, and even though I've only played a few days worth of it, in game, I like it more than Animal Crossing. It, I adore like,
0: games like
2: that, yeah.
1: It really touches a soft spot in my heart, and I love it. I will say that I am great at that game. I catch bugs, and I do cute stuff. I hand Nolan the controller, and instantly he causes fucking chaos. What do, do? Mayhem. So, your uncle has a little pottery shed, because he does that, because it's fun, and he lives in the country, and he gets to. And he was like, I don't lock the door, so don't go in. Don't break anything. And Nolan oh, was like, no. so, I'm gonna go in there. And I said, get out of there. Get out. <laughs> get out. And he didn't, and he was like, but what if there's a secret? And instantly just fucks it all up and tears down like this wall of ceramics I it was turned on
0: a wall i knocked over one shelf
1: a, a walls full of ceramics well wall, whatever <laughs> yeah. i can't even make that work and it was chaotic
0: well the uncle's mischievous so I, i'm there was a scene where at dinner the uncle said hey if you go down the road after the sun sets there's a bunch of fireflies and they're really beautiful they just light up the night and the main character had never seen fireflies he was so excited going whoa i want to see fireflies that sounds so beautiful and and um but the uncle goes but at nighttime the road is dangerous so don't go out there okay you need to stay on the on the property (laughs) and the aunt goes Well, if you don't want him to go on the road, why'd you tell him there were fireflies? And then he sits back in his chair and laughs and he goes like, Haha, I guess you're right. I shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) (laughs) And so... And so I thought that we would sneak out and go see Fireflies. And the game surprised me by me getting out on the road and then an exasperated uncle coming up behind and going like, Hoku, I told you, don't go on the road at night. And I was like, what the fuck? Mixed messages, man. Seriously.
1: (laughs) What do you want from me? And like you have two cousins and I think three, actually. We just haven't met one of them yet. Mm -hmm. And the youngest one is a fucking jerk. She hates us. Like The (laughs) first day we go to talk to her, she's like probably in third grade. She was like, my eye hurts but I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> or like, there was another part where she was like, I don't like you because you're a boy. Have you ever talked to a queen before? Because you're talking to one now. Well, is She's that, an icon.
2: No, isn't that pretty much exactly the conversation that you have with Janelle
0: every day, all the time? Basically. yeah.
1: Essentially, yes. My
0: my favorite was she said, boys are icky, boys are Gatsura. And then the character goes, what? What's, what does Gatsura mean? And she goes, gatsura means you don't know what gatsura means okay <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's great yeah, she's very very cute it's a wonderfully wholesome game we got and a what's this game called again of, uh, called my summer vacation boku no Natsuyasumi. okay and it only it, came out in uh, japan
1: yeah mm-hmm. but if you know like i no one knows more japanese than me so i need him there to tell me what's going on but it's definitely i i understand what's happening even if i don't fully understand everything I'm reading, so it's pretty accessible if you know an amount of Japanese. It's
0: kind of hilarious, actually, because um, the game has this really wonderful framing device where, even though the game takes place in 1975, it's occasionally narrated by the voice of an old man who is implied to be the main character as an old man, reflecting on his time of that 1975 summer. And so you'll do stuff like, as the character, you'll stumble upon a little creek and pull out your fishing pole, and you'll hear a voice that says something like, you know, in an old wispy man voice, oh, that was the first time I saw a fish like that or whatever. And anyways, he'll fill in details about what the character is thinking sometimes from from that, um, like, reminiscing perspective. But it's really funny because when the story is being told by these kids who are just talking their little baby dialogue. I'm not having to put any effort into it. I'm just like, telling <laughs> Janelle what's going on. And then this old man pipes in and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what he just said at all. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Do you guys have like closed captions on? Can you like, just like record it and then go
2: back and try to figure out what he said later?
0: It has subtitles, but you don't have any control over, like, you're not pushing a button to advance the dialogue. Uh. It's just going. So I, I, a lot of times I'll have to let all of it happen for a couple minutes, and then pause the game and go. Okay, basically, here's what they were talking about. Because I can't speak over it at the same time and yeah, process it. Real time so. translation is is really
2: hard. I'm saying this is mm-hmm. someone it's whose tough. parents were interpreters for sign language interpreters, but interpreters for yeah. a long time.
0: It's like that is that takes a lot of talent. Well, yeah. and there will be times where I'm like, listen, I know what they said, but I don't know how to tell. Yeah, me yeah, what they, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, there's another game we got called Calhoun's Gate which is an old cult horror game that I won't go into the details of but look it up it's really interesting Mm. that game um, I think Janelle seems incredibly bored watching me play it because it's primarily text based and it's a lot more difficult and so I'll be lingering on one text box (laughs) for five or six minutes with a notebook parsing out what they're saying and Janelle's just completely checked out and it's it's but you seem like you have translated it into, like, a dislike of the game, though.
1: Because it's boring as hell. I was watching him last night, and for the first, like, hour of me watching him, I was like, I'm just going to sit through him translating these, and I'm not going to get on my phone. I'm just going to watch. And then, like, an hour passed or whatever, and I was like, holy shit. A whole hour? Maybe, of wow. him, like, doing that every couple of minutes. And I was like, we've probably had ten minutes of actual gameplay. I'm going to blow my own brains out. <laughs> However.
0: Certainly more than ten uh, minutes, but.
1: Whatever. i guess but like outside of that i do have a couple issues with it um newsflash i'd hate it when women are shown weird in games and that game is really 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 bad about it um so so that sucks they're just man they look like one of those like adult shop billboards that you see on the fucking road like it's rough oh jeez. um yeah and um that is weird and like I don't know, I don't like the movement in that game. So through parts of it, you move kind of like the way you do. What is that kind of movement called, Nolan? Like that so roller like coaster? A dungeon crawler? No, no, it's
0: it's like um. You, you ever played Mist or Riven at all? Oh, it's a point and click game adventure like game. Uh, it's not point and click. No. It's like you'll be in a. You're looking at a pre rendered background, and you can push the D pad left, right, or forward. And if you push forward, it plays a canned animation where you advance to the next screen. It's like the it's like right first few Persona tibics, games, right? Or it's like in it's the like, school, it's, it's like gun like like Crawler. It's like
2: the first few Persona games, yeah. No, mm. no, because
0: it's not. It's it's pre, it's like pre-rendered. It's pre-rendered backgrounds, and they're playing, they're playing um, like CG. Of you, you know, navigating the environment to add more variety to it, but there, there are dungeon crawler segments, but they're mm-hmm. separate. Um, okay, look up, look ha- up, ribbon. It's the best. It's exactly yeah. like or ribbon.
1: like. Have you ever played Alex like the the VR Bethesda games? I have not. No. Oh well, they have you do this weird like you click forward, like you can click a direction and it'll move you like five feet in that direction. Oh
2: yeah, that that's a lot of different. VR games do that. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, and I. I think it's really strange. I know that, like, because of that, it gets to have more detailed backgrounds, but it's just really jarring and weird. And since I don't understand what's happening at all, it's just... I don't know. Maybe not for me. Sure, maybe someday yeah. when I know more Japanese, this game will be something yeah. I'm super interested in. Nolan kept telling me that, like story wise, I would probably like it a lot if I just knew what was being said. Yeah. So it's a yeah. it's a
0: fascinating game. It, re- it really is. And did you hear about a it? lot of? I didn't hear about it, man. I was just on eBay looking for a Japanese PS2, and it came up in the search results. And Janelle can tell you that before discovering this game, I had been developing kind of um, an obsession with. Kowloon City as a place it was this um, was this old military fort in Hong Kong that became a strange zone that was owned by neither the British or the Chinese. So it was this, but 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 about the size of one city block, um, was basically unregulated for a handful of decades until it was demolished in uh, 1994. But from 50s to the 90s or so, it was just this organically growing mesh of buildings. It was the most densely populated place on Earth. You had, at 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 its peak, there were almost 50,000, I think, people living on basically one city block where the buildings were not constructed to any kind of plan or forward thinking. They were literally just organically expanding as people shoved stuff onto them to make more living space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the strangest thing ever. So, But this game takes the idea of Kowloon Walled City and turns it into this um, idea that after it was destroyed, the spiritual remnant of, like, the amount of, of life that was there was not ready to be pushed away. So the city begins to crop back up like a living thing. It grows back into the empty That's lot. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, like, not ready to be destroyed. And so um, you're part of this group called the uh, Hong Kong Supreme Council of Feng Shui, your Practitioner 387-. And... They send you in basically saying something is wrong spiritually. There's lingering um, like auras here that are causing this to happen. And the world is going to go out of order if this is allowed to fester. And so you need to enter the city and try and discover the source of the problem and eradicate it. And so you enter the city and it's just an adventure game where the idea is like the, the very middle of the city, like the deepest point is so intricate that they say if you go into those alleys you may never come out because even the people that live here don't know the twists and turns and the twists and turns may even change by the by by the time you turn back around to leave like it's just constantly shifting so it's 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 less of a horror game and more of like an eerie mystery adventure but that's um that's that's the concept of it. And I mean if that sounds interesting to you, like I think it would be up up your alley listener if, you know, it's but it was never released in English. So that that's why I'm having to use a dictionary and like plow my way through it. It's a lot of as you can imagine from the description, there's a lot of really weird esoteric vocabulary that I don't even know in English. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's uh it's quite the experience. But Janelle's right, it also has that some some very terrible late 90s character design um so, but you know, you know. Yeah. Ups, yeah, ups and downs, twists and turns, ups and downs, twists and turns, if you will. That's um, our experience with the Japanese PS2 so far. I don't know what's next on it.
1: Maybe Initial D.
0: Maybe Initial D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: what I want to. That'd be cool as hell. Pedics. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, shall we talk about some news?
2: Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the thing that you guys saw and are excited for? But I don't really have much to say because I didn't see it. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Janelle, tell me about the big game.
1: I saw a tweet from Marty Silva, former writer at IGN, the other day that said this Last of Us 2 state of play is like that final movie trailer that comes out right before a movie that I really want to see is released that I know I shouldn't watch, but I can't help it. <laughs> and that's what the Last of Us state of play was oh, for no. me as well. It was... No, I mean, I'm going to love it, so I don't really care. I, I just need more. Um, there it really was, weren't
0: like big spoilers no, in that at all.
1: It was like a 20 minute thing, just kind of... Kind of what we already saw with um, eight or so minutes of unseen gameplay with the the now infamous PlayStation Vita in it. And, oh, I um, saw that clip.
2: That was a great clip. Yeah,
1: it was a really good clip. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that game looks just as good as I expect it to be. Um, it was really cool seeing the Pacific Northwest like in full detail. Like there were a few times I noticed the Washington State Convention Center, which is where PAX is held every year, so we're all very familiar with that building. And it's really weird to see something that you love as like an apocalyptic hellhole. And I think that's an experience that you mostly get if you live in bigger cities. We don't really get that much over here. So that was pretty cool. I
2: mean it makes sense because like, you know, you look at the the amount of mold in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. So like why why would why would these people want to go where there's a a death mould virus? But you know, yeah. I didn't play that. I didn't. I haven't finished the first game yet, so I can't say much.
0: Well, it's it's not that people would be migrating to a city like Seattle. Um, if if the first game is anything to go by, the military locked cities and districts and put checkpoints at all the exits. So wherever you lived, you basically were stuck there. Yeah,
1: they were saying in the, the Neil Druckmann had said that Seattle had been one of the biggest. I I think biggest or just a pretty massive quarantine site mm-hmm. where um like a small militia kind of took over.
0: And and it's also established that traveling between places is really dangerous, so if you can entrench yourself in something with walls, you shouldn't leave if you don't have to. Um like one of the big factions in the first game lives on a dam because the because they're able they only have two entrances. And so they're able to lock off both sides of the dam. And then not have to worry about anything climbing up the sides. Um, Even though they're, like, next to a town, they never go into the town. So, there's a lot of little things like that. Um, And, yeah. It looks a hell of a lot like The Last of Us 1, Mm gameplay-wise, to be honest, which surprised me.
1: I'm happy about that. I really love the gameplay of the first game. And this just looks like an enhanced version of it, I think.
0: It does. Have either of you guys involved yourself with the leaks at all? I'm not saying have seen the leaks and know what is going on, but seen what's happened around them?
2: Yeah, I know what's happened around them, but I don't know the leaks themselves, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Sure. That's kind of where I'm at too.
0: Yeah. Well, I am glad to see that this gameplay that was shown was good enough that it seems like some of the people that were really mad about the leaks have started to change their tune a little bit. But... Not the majority. Sure. Because yeah. if you know anything about the outrage around the leagues, I don't think it has to do with the quality of the game. Oh, it absolutely doesn't.
1: No. Mm, at, at all. all. No. No. It never did. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe those people will pick up the game and enjoy it, but we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about playing as Ellie, Janelle?
1: Um, I want to play as Joel. And I hate it. I like it. I hate it. Man, see, this is where I've been at for the last, like, three years or whatever since they announced that this game was coming out. I liked Ellie enough, but Joel is the character and one who I felt really close to, and I really loved playing as him. So I'm kind of disappointed to go from that to Ellie. Plus, like, I don't know, a fear I have, and maybe this is a little bit too real for the Emerald Games cast, but, like, you know, as a woman with past traumatic experiences, I am a little bit nervous to be playing such a violent game as a woman just in case like some weird stuff crops up in my head if mm-hmm. that makes sense
2: no absolutely um
1: so i mean i'm looking forward to it and ellie's a great character and i think it's going to be a blast and i'm really excited about the fact that they're making use of her smaller stature to make her more nimble i think that'll be great but i love joel i wish it were joel or like dog i don't know a dog but, yeah what i don't know That'd be cool. all the
2: dogs have names though what would your dog's name be <laughs> Oh God! You can jump too. Get back too. to me at
1: the end of the episode. Yeah, you can jump, which <laughs> is bad for me. I people were... in games to not let me jump. Why? Because I'm one of those people who, the second I start hopping around everywhere, that's just how I play my game, and I hate oh, it. Ew. I'm not gonna do it. I know
2: there was, oh, no. and that's
1: only really in like MMOs, but still, it's a fear I have. This
2: is the only. This else? is the only place that I'm aware of that I side with the people who are upset about the leaks is because they had uh, Naughty Dog had an official announcement that was like, you can jump in Last of Us. And people were like, who the fuck cares? Why did you make an announcement about this?
0: I I totally disagree. I, I think that that's not looking at it for what it is. It's not like, oh, we have a jump button. It means level design can introduce verticality. It means that you can change the way that the layouts of the areas connect and interweave. It doesn't just mean that, like oh, now you push button to climb ledge instead of go to ledge to climb ledge. But do you think that it actually will? I think people are overlooking...
1: Yeah, I think so. I think people are overlooking
0: the difference between go to a preordained place where you climb to the next level versus have an area where the player can figure out a way to go upwards without being shown just this is path up, you know? Okay. I think that makes a difference. Sure. Mm -hmm. You think it might have
2: some, like, Breath of the Wild influence in there or something?
0: That seems... Not excessively, not
2: excessively, but the idea of, like, much more open-form environments.
0: Well, they're certainly going with open-form environments. According to that state of play, at the very least, they said there's going to be a lot of areas where it is open for exploration. And there's different stuff going on, um, regardless of whether or not the player is there, uh, Mm -hmm. that you can encounter... Um, like, they're going to have multiple factions. So, this, I think one of the big things they're pushing is there's uh, two or three factions in Seattle alongside the infected. And you can pit those groups all against one another. So, you could sick infected on a faction, or you could ignite a faction war, or whatnot. Um, and it sounds like it's like an uh, anti-military militia. And then there's religious zealots mm-hmm. and infected. Interesting. They, in, okay. And in-
1: in the video that came out before the State of Play, the most recent one, they were saying that the world is so big that you could miss big story moments um, just from not being in the right spot, which I think is kind of cool. Huh. A lot of people complain about how the first game is just like a movie or whatever. I love that about it. I don't personally have a problem with that, but I am excited for the game to be a little bit more loose sure. for Sure.
2: I, I, I agree I that it feels entirely. kind of movie-ish, but it's a damn good movie. I'm engaged in this story yeah. enough for me to to overlook some of the the elements I of the gameplay that, that aren't that, gameplay. I
0: don't know if that like, matters that much. There's a whole lot of games that oh, are I really well-received that are movie-ish.
2: Oh, sure, but, but a lot
0: of say. that same crowd also uh, thinks the same thing
2: about those games, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's fair. Not to say that, I, that, I don't want to generalize people that, in, uh, uh, you know... Go gameplay over story is that crowd, because not all of them are the people who are upset about the leaks and spamming information yeah. in the
0: in the Twitter bios or whatever. But I just know at some point linearity became a negative point, and I've never felt linearity was a negative point for me when it comes to games. I think it depends on the game, but yeah. like um like the Bioshock games are a good example. I I would consider them a lot different than the genre that inspired them, but like making those games semi-linear also was the reason that they had the most interesting stories out of the games in their genre you know you can do a lot more with presentation with linearity so it's a trade-off and the last of us absolutely, absolutely. Uh-huh. is presentation first and god this game's beautiful too I, I almost wish it would just come out on ps5 instead so they could really i mean go the next it's, level with it's it. gonna
2: they're gonna release an enhanced edition, oh, yeah.
0: but it's gonna be one of like a persona five situation where you're dropping it on ps4 and 5 at the same time which means the ps5 version will not be at its full potential sure because they have to develop for the step down also not that it matters much but yeah it looks great i'm really excited yeah. for it cool cool
1: i hope i think best buy like lost my pre-order oh I no haven't heard anything about that in a while so you we'll should definitely happens. check
2: in on that because those are selling out real fast
1: maybe in three weeks i'll have a cool statue maybe not we'll see listener <laughs> yeah
0: uh, you know Alex, you know what, what we won't see about, about... though. Oh okay. Oh, oh boy. Did whoa. we both just segue at the same time? Okay. Holy shit. Combination of segues. Battle to the death.
2: Well, now. here's why it was a combination of segways. It's because next in the docket was Fantasy Star Online 2, a game that just right. came out in the states. I played uh maybe 45 minutes of it and haven't touched it since. So, not a big fan. It's not that I'm not a big fan. I think it could be really interesting because it's 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 active combat. For context, this is an MMO made by Sega that was huge in Japan. Um, And it has almost, like, Monster Hunter-y combat, where it's, like, you have a couple of buttons and you can string together combos and work together with your teammates to uh, attack things and people. Um, So that's really interesting. I haven't gotten around to playing with any friends yet, um, so that's probably a big part of it. But it was just, like... But it was just, like, the MMO sort of like the weird like lag of everything in the world as you're always online and the fact that you like the UI and everything it's just it it was just off-putting for me as someone who's not a big fan of MMOs at all. Also last I played
0: it it's uh it's a nightmare because the global chat allows image links and it just displays the image. I have not seen that that might have been
2: the English uh uh, client that you use because before uh, it, it came out several years ago in Japan, yeah. but it just now came out in the States, so people made mm-hmm. fan made clients
0: to be able to use it. Um, that could be, it could be that because when I tried playing the English client with a patch, it people were spamming images in the chat and it would put a little speech bubble above your head with whatever you said, yeah. and so people. Um, I'm sure I'm sure honest, gamers did this very us, well. I'm sure they, they oh, were yeah. very
2: responsible and, you know. G- very responsible stuff. Uh, a lot of Pepe Pay Pay the
0: Frog shit. Yeah, know. it makes sense. Um, Naturally. Yeah. It was a mess, and I'm with you. It's kind of... I don't know, man. I, I'd rather just play Monster Hunter. Star was kind of boring to yeah, me. Yeah, that's fair. I'd it like, like to get Monster back into Hunter, it. But as a third-person shooter, which means less yeah. to do. I, I played I a melee character,
2: so for me it was very
0: Monster Hunter. Okay. But...
2: I'd like, like to give another shot with some friends. I have a couple friends who are playing it, but I don't know if I'm gonna, like, stick with it.
1: That's fair. Man, and, like, in high school, I loved MMOs so much. They were my favorite. And nowadays, like, when you said that it was an MMO, I was just instantly not down for it anymore. <laughs> They're just so time-consuming. It's so much of a thing.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's part of the reason why, in, in high school, I really liked a lot of the, the Valve games, like Team Fortress and uh, Counter-Strike, because yeah. it was, like... It was a similar experience where you would have dedicated servers and people that would show up regularly and you could talk to, but it was a fun gameplay and it was like, it wasn't quite the same, but it offered a similar experience. And now that server browsers are, are dead and gone, that's gone too. So yeah, maybe I need to play an MMO to get that experience back. I, I thought those games were still active. Oh, they are, but they removed the server browser clients in a lot of them. Oh. Yeah, so now it's that's like... That's what you mean. Well, that's like, yeah, like with, TF, with TF2, it's like it, it puts you automatically in one unless you deliberately Uh-oh. find one beforehand, is my
0: understanding. Um. That sounds like a lot less fun. I I remember I associate those Valve games with a kind of multiplayer golden age for me where it would be like I'd have a server that I'd go on yep, yep. every couple of days and I knew the names of all the players and like what they liked to, you know... Oh, that guy is a pyro main or whatever and you would you know, talk you with have them have too they, they would, would like talk 30 about or stuff. 40 people yeah and then now it's like multiplayer is so anonymous without browsers yeah for sure yeah. and there's been
2: articles written by people smarter than us about this for a while now but yeah
1: yeah
0: um
2: you want to know what else is not happening anymore and is in the way of the past
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: blizzcon 2020 <laughs> is uh is canceled <laughs> um for obvious reasons
0: surprise yeah
1: um, I guess they said something about how they would do like an online showcase in early next year or something. I don't know. It's I don't non- care anymore. It
2: sounds like that was pretty well received because I remember people were talking yeah. about how apparently they didn't do BlizzCons every year, only when they had something major to announce. And then there was the big fiasco in twenty eighteen with um Diablo Immortal, I think it was, the mobile game that
1: I will never forget that night in my life that was one of the most memorable nights of my life because in that moment i found out all my friends are really toxic (laughs) (laughs)
2: um but yeah and and i wonder if people i wonder if people are gonna realize like oh maybe we don't need to keep doing this every year and maybe blizzard will realize that too but there's also a lot of money in conventions so
1: yeah so who knows it's so weird to me to
2: go to a convention for one studio like one thing that's that's unfathomable to me personally the thing that's
1: Blizzard, though, is that they make so many games. Like, back when I was at peak Blizzard fan point in my life, like, I would have happily gone to BlizzCon because I played WoW actively and, I mean, and Hearthstone and Overwatch, so...
0: Well, like, when you really add it up, do they? I feel like they release one game every very long, at, like, a very long interval between games, but they just support them for, like, a decade. That's what I was gonna say, yeah. Like, they've, um, been, they, they've only, they've released, like, less than ten games ever. Like, Overwatch was huge because it was a
2: new them. game, yeah.
1: They've had some, like, really interesting plans in the past, and unfortunately, I don't really remember the details well enough to talk about it, but they've had these really cool ideas for games that they've just scrapped, like, over and over again.
0: Yeah, yeah. there was the S- StarCraft Ghosts is the one that stands out to me. Oh, yeah. oh, Ghosts. There
1: was one that turned into overwatch just yeah
0: it was going to be an mmo right I yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: but i think it was like a superhero game or something mm. maybe not Blizzard there's been
2: rumors about them i oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say there's been rumors about them uh doing a fighting game like apparently they've been doing intel doing intel with some fgc people um huh which makes sense because there's also been not even rumors it's confirmed that Ep- uh not epic what's their names riot is working on a fighting game so
0: they're probably trying to leverage that a little bit yeah, and that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, Riot, as much as I'm not a big fan of them, really has the right idea. You you become the household name for one eSport, just do the rest of them too. <laughs> you know that you already have people who will download whatever you put out. You oh know? yeah. So oh, yeah. Get 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 your Riot fighting game. Get your Riot Counter Strike. Get your Riot Overwatch and your Riot Dota, and uh, just that pretty soon they'll have their own riot like client i think i think the riot client's already out actually that's a fun that's a fun thing to say
2: riot client riot Riot client riot 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 client do they have a name for their
0: for their fans do they call them rioters they do call them rioters no i was
2: joking especially right (laughs) now might not be the best idea (laughs) maybe they should have had uh...
0: the slightest amount of foresight i hope they have their own convention and they start with all right rioters Let's start some mayhem, and then they just <laughs> oh, the, the, God, the people no. in the convention hall just take sledgehammers out and bust the walls down. And oh no! They're like mm. lead designer of League of Legends murdered at his own convention. <laughs>
2: riot em- certain riot employees are going undercover and instigating uh, action. No.
0: <laughs> they're going into matches and just going in the chat box and going like fuck you and then everyone is going on the forums and saying riot's toxic and they're like the plan's working perfectly are we gonna get in trouble for this
1: maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, for <what? laughs> actually that's perfect because this whole time i've been wondering if i could segue the next story a certain way or whether or not that wouldn't be okay so while we're at it okay. let's talk about the only blue life that matters sonic fox <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? That was good. Is that I okay? love it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm moving on. Sorry, <laughs> Fox. Getting, getting or got a tribute in Skullgirls. Yes. Alex, tell me about this. I bet you know more about it than I do.
2: Yes. So to my understanding, um, there is a training mode, and in that training mode, there is a uh, there's a character that created as like, a teacher, and she just stands there with a whiteboard. She's a background animation, basically, while you mm-hmm. practice your combos and while the game teaches you how to do certain mechanics. There is a percentage, I forget the exact percentage, of a chance that now... Um, FGC legend Sonic Fox will appear in the background and replace the teacher and stand at the whiteboard. Um, and, uh, gamers are, are very, very mad about this. Um. Tell me why. Well, (laughs) in case you weren't aware, Sonic Fox is, um. A big blue hedgehog. Wolf. Which is weird (laughs) that their name is Sonic Fox, but they are non-binary, they are black, they are, this is a dumb question, can you be non-binary and gay? How does that, queer...
1: Those um, are different, yeah. Yeah,
2: they're queer, um, and they're a furry. Um, so there are a bunch yeah. of things that gamers, especially fighting game players who are known for being unbelievably toxic, um, are not big fans of. Um.
1: And is, like, the best fighting game player. Yeah, he's... he's incredible. Yeah,
2: this person is is consistently Dang. coming out on top. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And in major tournaments. And they've also done a lot to support Skullgirls as a game, um. Mike Z, uh, Mike Zaymont, I think the name is. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's French. The creator of Skullgirls actually had to do a response because gamers were mad and like, I want to refund this. And people had mods that were like, here's how to remove uh, Sonic Fox. Um, one of the oh things my he was. Yeah. One of the things that he came out and said was because people were asking him, why would you put this person in there? And they were like, because we think he's cool and because he's done a lot <laughs> to spread uh, Skullgirls. Another thing they did in that same patch was. Um, Back back when this was a Kickstarter game, uh, they had a thing where it was like, oh, you could you could have your character or you be an NPC in the background of a certain stage, and they updated that character to match the backers' transition, which was super cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but they were like, well, while they're doing that, let's let's patch up the game a little bit. So they fixed the UI, they made it uh, look better at 4K resolution because this was this game came out in like 2012 or something, and it's still active and still huge and still considered one of the best of the best. Which is insane to me. But anyway. Hmm. He responded and was like because he's cool, because he's or sorry. Uh, they also use he, but still. Um really? Yeah, they they they've said before that it's like, oh, it's fine if some people, but I want to normalize they. So Cool. Yeah. 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 Which is which you. is which is super cool. Um Yeah. But they have come out and well not they, uh Mike. Which is also they, I guess. Pronouns. They have come out and said that <laughs> uh they was like, yeah, they've done a lot to support Skullgirls and get more people into it and done actual, like, in-depth tutorials and helped us look at our tutorials. Um, and so they were like, if you still somehow have an issue about this, email me and with your grievances and we'll figure it out. And then he put a note that was like, if any of your grievances are related to, or are just, like, homophobic or bigoted or racist, I'm not gonna listen to them. So, not a lot of people are gonna get refunds.
1: Good. It's really good to see somebody stand up for something important for once. Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Um, huh. Mm-hmm. And and it's super cool. Um, Skullgirls is, is great. It frequently gets super cheap, and it is a very, very solid fighting game. Um,
0: you should give it a shot. It's super cool. Yeah. Sonic Fox is also ridiculously charming. I remember it being so heartwarming when they won. I want to say, I know it was the Game Awards. I think it was 2019. Was the award Game Gamer of the Year or something?
1: I thought that was... Is that not 2018.
0: In any case, they won an award for something of that ilk, right? Yes. Yeah, and I remember that was actually the first time that I was aware of them. So my introduction to them was this, uh, this really heartfelt acceptance speech. Uh, really brief, but I remember thinking that that just seems like a like a dang good person up there. There was
2: a a rivalry with a Japanese player. I can't remember the Japanese player's name, but they were always um. Both of them were really, really good and always really neck and neck. And But Sonic Fox kept beating the Japanese player over and over again. Um, but mm-hmm. when the Japanese player finally won, Sonic Fox popped off. He, like, got up and got super excited and, like, lifted their arm up in the air to be like, <laughs> hell yeah. And awesome. they're Yeah, and they're, like, good friends and stuff, too. It's super cool. Uh,
1: oh, I love that. I love Sonic Fox. So, he,
2: they're, they are just one of the best people in video games, hands down.
1: Totally. Yeah,
2: yeah well...
0: Uh in other news, the PlayStation 5 still not still not revealed. <laughs> we don't well, know what it looks like yet. Next next week's episode is going to be pretty heavy um because yeah, uh, well, Sony has revealed that they are going to do a PS5 event which they a uh, show all tell all on June 4th. They're going to be showing us the next generation finally and telling all the next generation. And telling all the next generation and everyone in the audience gets a free PS5. <laughs> No, but, but uh, yeah, we've seen the controller for a while. We talked about the controller on um, a few episodes back. But uh, we're about to get the proper thing, which I think is really interesting because, listener, you may remember, we actually got the specs of the PS5 months ago. A long, long a time ago, article. yeah. God, yeah. Um, we, we have had Mark Cerny running the press circuit. Mark Cerny, I believe, I, he's he's a higher up in Sony has been running the press circuit revealing details about this thing for so long. Basically all the pertinent details to the hardware. Um, So we already know and we've seen what Unreal Engine 5 looks like. We've seen a couple of next-gen games. So really, I, tell me what you guys think, but what I'm looking forward to out of this event is mostly just aesthetic. I want to yep. know what the PS5 looks like, and I want to know what the UI looks like. That's what I'm really looking
2: UI's forward UI is the to. big thing, because the, the console is just totally. going to be a, a square. It's going to be a it's black a box, or gray so. box, yeah. No matter what it is. Um,
1: no, it's going to be white. You think so? Yeah, it's going to be white and black. It's going to be dual tone, and it's going to be sick.
2: Well, Nintendo has shown us that light-colored consoles never come out looking as well as as darker colored ones. They always get dirtier and smudgier and
1: Man, I don't know. I had a white Destiny 2. Destiny? I don't know. PS4 oh, in my really? house for a long time and damn that thing was pretty. Okay. So, okay. It's hard you to say.
2: You ever played Destiny? <laughs> i was going to say I didn't know you were a Destiny fan. Yeah.
1: It not mine.
0: Well, the Xbox 360 also, I mean, you find a lot of those looking pretty good still. But you're right, some of them have ended up just kind of going eggshell off, off-white off yeah. 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 over time. But that's all speculation, though. I mean, you're right, it's probably going to be a box. I would like it if it had something interesting. I mean, the PS3 and 4 both had gimmicks. The PS3 had kind of a rounded, sleek look to it. With the PS4, they went with matte colors and made it kind of trapezoidal with a mm-hmm. with a slit down the middle. No, um, I think you're right. It'll be just a box. They're all so boxes. I'm expecting some kind of different sure. look to okay. it. Sure, sure, sure. Even PS1, they have the thing where the disc tray is a big circle in the center. Of oh, the I console love that so with much. The rounded edges around it. I mean, and the they, rounded
1: buttons. Mm, Italian yeah. kiss.
0: Yeah, they all have like a silhouette. You know, yeah, I, you're, you're right. They're boxes, but they you can. You can see the design philosophy on each of them also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Here's the big question, I think. Um,
2: I don't think they're going to show this console without any anything running on it. What sort of games do you think they're going to reveal? Because oh, at, the, at the PS4 reveal, they actually revealed a lot of, of big games, yeah. if I can remember what yeah, some of them were. Yeah, I was
1: looking at a list yesterday, actually. I wonder if I could pull that list back up. I should have thought of that. It. Um. They had a ton of shit. They had, what, the... They had Dreams... They had they Dreams, had the, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm,
0: I don't think Dreams was it the, was yes, it it the was. reveal event for the PS4, was yes, it? it was. Wow,
2: okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, here's so, the list. I guess it was. So they had Knack, Killzone Shadowfall, Drive Club, Infamous Second Son, The Witness, the Quantic Dream tech demo.
0: Which became Detroit.
1: Yep. Dreams, Deep Down, Squares, Lumios Engine tech demo, Watch Dogs, Diablo 3, and Destiny.
2: So a, a decent amount of pretty big games on there.
0: Remember the Dogs yeah. reveal? Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. What a what a time that was. Well, how many of those games turned out good is the question. <laughs> for 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 my count, it's um, Infamous Second Son and The Witness. Hey, and that's a
2: hot take for Infamous Second Son. People don't like that game.
0: I, I think it's fine. I think
1: the controller thing is fun.
2: It was, um, yeah, <laughs> it was.
1: Look, Detroit Become Human was good. Don't at me. And Diablo Three became good. Don't <laughs> at me. So, so I think it'll have a bunch of games that will become good. Do you
2: think we're finally going to get that um, Silent Hill game? Uh I Well, don't.
1: they're adding the si- they're adding Heather and Pyramid Head to What game?
2: Uh Dead by Daylight, yep. Yep. That's got to like be some sort of cross-promotionalism guys. thing. Yeah, yeah. But there has been rumors exactly. about Sony um, either funding or doing like what they're doing with uh, Final Fantasy 7 where it's a partial timed exclusive. Um, a, they've been some, there's been stirrings about a Silent Hill game for quite a while,
1: yeah. probably
2: to, to quell the fires of people who are upset about um, PT and or Silent Hills, um, because they realize, oh wait, people care about this IP, we can make more money off it.
0: Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what games I'm hoping to see from the PS5 reveal event, uh, uh, Event, <laughs> and it comes down to pretty much just one. Resident Evil 8 is what I want to yep. see. Oh, yeah, Resident, yeah. Resident Evil uh, 4 or Code Veronica Remake. I know people are saying the remake's gonna be four. Personally, I don't think that four needs a remake. I don't even know what you would do to it.
1: I want a remake for one. But this isn't about what Resident Evil game I want. But
0: one already <laughs> has a remake. and the From Resident 20 me- years
1: ago. Don't talk a to re, me. Re, Resident Evil, a re remake A re-remake. The
0: Resident Evil 1 remake hot take listener is a masterpiece. It is one of the best games of the sixth generation, hands that is, down. That is not it's that take. good. People love that game. It's yeah, so that's... goddamn good. It's a hot take to Janelle, who I don't think liked it. Oh, really? I
1: liked it just fine. I liked it just fine.
0: You didn't like the part
2: where she was almost a Jill sandwich? Oh, that's actually not in that game. Yeah, they they fixed the voice acting, which makes me sad. It's not in the... Well, it's still kind of bad, but... Uh, (laughs) But it's nowhere near on the levels of the original release. Right, right.
1: They teased Dragon Age at E3 last year. Uh And so if I got that, I'd be very, very, very happy. That'd be I cool. don't know if it will happen, but God. Now, do you
0: think Dragon think Age 4 will actually be good?
1: No, though? but I'm going to play And I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to complain to you the whole time. I'm going to be on group chat going, I fucking hate this game. I can't stop playing it. Yeah. I hate it. I'm so fucking mad. I
0: think that's the funniest thing to me about you, and I totally get and relate to it. I remember that you have uh, two separate copies of Dragon Age Inquisition, and you have played that whole game and all the DLC, and you were like, yeah, that game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's I just think that's the best, because uh, man, we all have games like that, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Games that you're just so excited for for years, and they come out, and you want to cry and die and yeah. go back to the days before they came out.
0: I was really excited for Mass Effect Andromeda to keep <laughs> the Bioware theme going. Um, yeah. I love the Mass Effect trilogy. In fact, I've different rumblings one? of a remaster of that, and I would enjoy that. Yeah, we talked about that yeah, on the podcast the third actually.
1: One. Yeah, Nolan. We I, all heard about it.
0: I like the third one quite a bit. I think that the ending is kind of subpar, but I don't think it's really as bad as anyone makes it out to be. I mean, it's a it's a perfectly functional conclusion to the trilogy, and the problem is that it was perfectly functional as opposed to bombastically good. And I, I it was a matter of expectation, I think is what it, is what it was, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's a it's a i'm trying to think of the phrase the the realm of choice in mass effect starts narrow it widens out and then in the in the second game they have the fewest obligations. so there's just tons of outcomes and tons of things that can happen and then in the third game by the end everything has to funnel back to the same conclusion so it widens in the middle and closes at the end and i think people expected that series to just continue to widen further and further and which is unrealistic because you would have, like, 35 endings at yeah. that point. So, yeah. Speaking anyway, of things though.
2: that are getting, are, are widening further and further and are going to be amazing and unbelievable.
1: Wait, Why? hang on. Before that, I've just decided what my ultimate wish is from this event. I'm sorry, oh, I have yeah, to up, share what's up, what's up? Okay, I want them to go back to that transparent plastic that they used to use. And I want the new PlayStation to be, like, green transparent plastic again. <laughs> okay, that's what I want. That's what I expect. Like, the, like the PS1 controllers. Yes.
2: That'd be that'd be pretty it, sick, actually. That'd I'd that'd be a big fan of that.
1: That'd be dope. Me Sorry. Too. What's going to be huge and big Tell and me, revolutionary? Uh, a Japanese
2: game journalist has teased that there is a revolutionary quote Sega reveal happening in the next couple weeks. Did you guys happen to look into this? Do you know what the what yeah. the deal is? I
1: I read the quote and I said that it reads like something. No offense to this person, because it's sweet and exciting and happy, but it reads like the way Trump tweets. <laughs> <laughs> and no one was like, no, that's mean, but would you guys like to share the quote? Sure.
0: You want to read it? No. Why? You're looking well, that's at I'm it. Well, I'm saying,
1: do you guys want to? Yeah, read it. Yeah. No. Well, uh, okay, <laughs> hold on. on. Let me okay. let me see
0: here.
2: My column in the next week's issue of amit its cr- I got a huge scoop, huge scoop world premiere article, an exclusive... <laughs> Might not be Nikkei or Weekly Bushinin or any of those fake news, but, you know, you want to know if it's a real scoop. It's a big scoop, it is, all right? It's a big scoop from a game company everyone loves. Insane scoop, all right? Last year, Wyatt got the exclusive story on PlayStation 5, right? One of those legit, none of that, that lamestream media, all right? Other media, the fake news media, did not. It's that level of a scoop. I interviewed a certain company's talking to Mark executive. I I'm turning, fuck, my, my impression is turning into fucking Bernie, which is not... Yeah. Oh no. It is truly it's revolutionary. A, level of a scoop. <laughs> it is really really a revolution. Um that was a very I real... love the PlayStation
0: 4. <laughs>
1: PlayStation 4
0: for the people. Also the Xbox 1. PlayStation all 4. Nah. Xbox for no, 1. that no is here Jack.
2: We it's going to be in Famitsu next Thursday. All right. I <laughs> I got a leak from someone named Corn Pop. It's already in the manuscript. Proofs are being made now, right? And it's and it's on a level that the story comes out, it'll make a fuss, and if it doesn't make a fuss, then you ain't voting uh-huh. for me, alright?
0: Uh-huh. Now, I've been talking to Phil Spencer, and we have big plans <laughs> for the Xbox One, and the Xbox, what is it, uh, Scorpio is the one. I called it that, they totally called me, I said, call it Scorpio! It sounds like Scorpion, but it gets the people going, and that's what I always am here to do. <laughs>
2: I really like how it was just dissolved into nondescript politician. <laughs> like, we've just
1: blended we gonna- fucking
2: everyone together into one, like, homunculus <laughs> being that reports non-news.
1: Are we allowed- do you think we're gonna be allowed to keep This
2: episode's not gonna be allowed to go up. <laughs>
1: Ryan's gonna be like you... okay shut it down no more of this
0: now I'm just imagining Bernie with the first part of the quote like slamming Nikkei and Weekly Boonshu like, this is not the Asahi newspaper what
1: do you think Bernie's favorite video game would be if Bernie were a big gamer
0: uh what would Bernie's favorite game be Bernie would love uh I don't know man Democracy 3 <laughs> <laughs> why would he he does that for a job why would he want to do that for fun Dude, it's just like truck drivers that play Truck Simulator. I, I don't know. Do truck drivers play truck. truck
2: Simulator? I have not heard of not single know. truck
0: driver. I've only heard of people being
2: like, oh, I wish I could drive a truck because I played a video game. Anyway. I will tell you. What do I've you think this is going to be? The other
0: day about a car mechanic reviewing the game Car Mechanic Simulator and well, saying that they put, like, 200 hours into it after work, so. Okay, well. It happens.
1: I think that Bernie Sanders would be really into the Sims franchise, because then he'd be able to run the world the way he wants to. I was going to say Animal
2: Crossing, because it's very, like, you know, yeah. co- it's a cooperative
0: experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, listen. Bernie
1: Sanders loves Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> you heard it you here first, folks. <laughs> well, okay, so we don't know what this, uh, Well, big I, have is. I have an idea. I have an idea. What do you think?
2: Tinfoil hat here? I think it's going to be some sort of collaboration with Xbox. I think Microsoft really? really wants to get their foot in the door in Japan, and this has been known for a while, and the fact that none of the Xboxes have sold well in Japan at all is really telling. So I think if they get a big Japanese dev that seems to constantly be needing money and people to publish their games, <laughs> um, that might be what would happen. We've got Fantasy Star on sense. the Xbox. Um, I feel like that kind of was the first hint that they might be doing more. But again, completely baseless tinfoil hat theory. I like it, though.
1: Yeah, the Xbox Game Pass Twitter won't stop tweeting about Kiryu Kazuma, so...
2: The Xbox Dreamcast. Also, they revealed Yakuza for the Xbox One at, the, at that press go. conference. So well, I, I don't I'll think it's you. a huge stretch, but I, I don't have any basis to support it, but it just, it seems like they might be trying to do some sort of collaboration with Microsoft.
0: I'll tell you, Alex, people do call the original Xbox Dreamcast 2. Yeah, that makes sense. So what if, well, hear me out, Microsoft... Made the Dreamcast three. Boom! Can you imagine baby? if Microsoft Boom. made another separate console? Oh my God! Like, like, just they released it alongside the Xbox, no, and no, no, they just like no, never even acknowledged no. the the competition.
1: Nope. They go Xbox. That was just the code name for the new Dreamcast. There is no <laughs> new Xbox. The Xbox is. Dead.
0: And the new no Dreamcast? More. That's just the code name for the new Sega Saturn, baby!
1: <laughs>
0: Sega Saturn 2! We're back! Sega Venus! We're back! They're gonna bring back and that
2: then, dude from the grave who did
0: the uh, the samurai who did the commercials. And then, this, and then this guy in his suit kicks in the door next to the podium and he's like, Hey, it's me! I'm Mr. Neo Geo! We <laughs> so got the Neo Geo Pocket 2! <laughs> we bought SNK! Fuck you! <laughs> hey! It's the Atari Jaguar, not the Lynx Jaguar 2!
1: What's going on with you guys? This is the second weird tangent with voices. What's happening? Nolan
0: Bushnell busts in and he's like, I got Pac-Man 3! It's an arcade cabinet, <laughs> baby!
2: <laughs> Just complete market saturation, another video game crash happens.
1: Xbox is gonna put Halo exclusively on the new Dreamcast. <laughs> on the
0: Dreamcast! Uh, oh my god. That'd be great. What if? What if actually Fantasy Star Online Two launching is a, is a trick because they just released the Dreamcast One again with Fantasy Star Online Two again?
2: It's not like one of those ki- kitschy <laughs> little mini consoles. About. It's not
0: like a kitschy mini console. It's just
2: literally the Dreamcast, and they're just printing them and putting them back on store shelves. Hey, they're y'all ever like, heard
0: of Shenmue? They're
1: like, <laughs> we went to Super Potato. We went all around Japan and we bought every unbought Dreamcast, and now we're selling them with an Xbox. We're only on five hundred dollars down. Is- or Gonna make an insane profit.
0: (laughs) This game's crazy. It's got 16 chapters. You
1: go all over the world. Choo choo rocket. (laughs) Who killed your dad? I don't know. Play Shenmue VR exclusively on the new Xbox slash Sega Saturn VR headset. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) nightmare, nightmare, nightmare,
0: nightmare. (laughs) Oh no, y'all ever heard of Nights into Dreams?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So 1999.
2: (laughs)
0: 1999 was a year
1: Yeah
2: Do you
0: guys have Yes we're back on the train (laughs) Of the best game The game of the year 1999 Uh, Who should go first I I should go first
1: Tell me about it No I started last time Okay
0: Uh, I can go
1: first Tell me about it
2: I think I haven't gone first. Tell me, so i was the game of the year? I was 99. stuck between two. Uh, one okay. of them was, well, I guess technically three, depending on how you look at it. One of them was Super Smash Brothers for the N64, and the other one okay. was uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver for the game, uh, the game, not the Game Boy Advance. What's it called? Game Boy Color. Um,
0: Both good choices. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I think for me, in this case, I have not played the original Smash as much as I have, um... Pokemon Gold and Silver, which I think is just a a, a masterpiece of a game. Um, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I this might be a hot take, but I think that the original release of Pokemon Red and Blue is just an absolute nightmare to play. It is just maybe I'm too spoiled with my modern day conveniences, but that game it kind of sucks in a lot of ways. Yeah, I don't That's see great. any reason why you wouldn't play Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah, Honestly. but the the interesting thing about um, Gold and Silver is that there are reasons to go back to this game. The big one for me is the the music, some of the recompositions in the DS re-release called Heart Gold and Silver, aren't nearly as good. Um, like, the one that stands out to me is uh, the National Park theme. The National Park theme seems too, like, too grandiose in the re-release. It's, it's it's almost, like, weirdly self-aware of how important and significant it is, and so they hyped it up a bit, and it lost some of the, the power to it. Um, if there was some sort of mod that fixed the box system in uh gold and silver because it's still the uh original box system where you have to save every time you switch between boxes then it would be almost a perfect yeah. game yeah um so
0: that's my pick is pokemon gold and silver i think Fair. another big reason is just scarcity heart, heart gold and soul silver are not easy to come across and if you know they're pretty easy to it... come across heart i thought they were really rare oh heart gold and soul silver you're right i'm sorry that's what I mean. i'm just sorry for, like yes for scarcity reasons, and they're the really really good more accessible yeah yeah
2: but they the remakes are really good you're not getting me wrong they are fantastic the, but it's not just like universal you should play this one mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to um the gen one re-releases in my opinion yeah
1: according to this list i'm looking at my favorite pokemon game came out that year pokemon snap no pokemon yeah. pinball do you think it is y- yeah yeah no yeah it Pokemon. was Pokemon Yellow because oh. I thought it was really cute and because the Pikachu made me cry.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was when they introduced uh, friendship mechanics, and that became a big thing in uh, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Nolan, yeah? You, you told me that there were three that you thought I would have a hard time with. Yeah. And I'm curious.
0: I think you should go first because those three overlap with mine a little bit. So I think you should tell me what yours are. Wait, and what then... did you
1: think mine were?
0: Well, I think that yours is Silent Hill. It is. Oh, I got it. Yep. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean of course it was Silent Hill, (laughs) yeah. Tell me tell me about
1: it. Um, Silent Hill one is IMO maybe even far more interesting. Not even maybe. I think it's a lot better than two in a lot of ways. Um, with that being said, I also haven't played the original Silent Hill in like, I don't know, a decade, man. I don't know. It's the reason we have those shitty movies. But it's just it's a really good game. Um I I don't know. My least favorite parts of Silent Hill two aren't in Silent Hill one. I think Pyramid Head's a little lame. Really? I don't like James that much. Well yeah, nobody pyramid likes Head, James. Pyramid Head was cool. Pyramid Head was cool until Pyramid Head became like the face of Silent Hill, the the pyramid yeah. Head of Silent Hill. Aren't you not supposed know. to like James also? A great game. I really, really want them to remake it. Will they? No, probably not. <laughs> but, I hope they do.
2: You can play Dead by Daylight and just sort of close your eyes and listen to the, the <laughs> recom- recomposed soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I guess I could do that. So t- it takes place in the school, doesn't
2: it? 3, with the villain of Silent um,
1: Hill Two. I think so.
2: Yeah, the, the, the main character is Silent Hill 3, the villain is Silent Hill 2, and then the, the setting is Silent Hill 1, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, Which is really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I like that. That's good. Me too.
1: Um, what about you, Nolan?
0: Okay, I have a couple that I'm torn between. So, I really like Resident Evil 2, the original.
1: Resident Evil 2?
0: Th- it's it's what? actually the only... Uh, oh, that hold came up, out, hold up. That did not come out that year. I have a, I have a problem, I have just realized. Resident Evil 2 came out in 1999. Did only you... Only, if you're talking about the N64 cart.
1: Yeah, that came... My
0: yeah, bad. did you... Did you forget that we had a whole thing with that in Medieval
2: yesterday, where Janelle foolishly picked two? Like I saw,
0: I saw it on the list again here too, (laughs) but it's because the N sixty four cart was a year delayed. Okay, well that narrows down my list (laughs) quite significantly. That makes this a whole lot easier. You guys wanna, you guys wanna guess what it is for me? I I don't know. You guys
1: first. I need to pull up my list. Hang on. I need to pull up (laughs)
2: my. Fuck. Um.
0: System Shock.
1: Shenmue!
0: Shenmue! Shenmue! Uh, Shenmue, Shenmue. No, it's, it's actually, uh, it, it's not Shenmue. It's actually oh. Shenmue. <laughs> oh, it's Shenmue. It's actually oh, it's Shenmue.
1: Shenmue. Oh, Shenmue.
0: Um, I, I, there, there are, let me just say, before I talk about Shenmue, which is objectively not that great of a game. Can we just call the <laughs> episode are... Shenmue? We've brought it up like eight times.
1: No, I want to call it, Bernie Sanders loves animals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there,
0: there are better games. Released in this year alone than than Shenmue. Um, I think, like, heck, Donkey Kong 64 is probably more fun to play than Shenmue. No, um, it's I not. Like, no, hate, it's I like not. Fuck you, I that sucks. game. sucks. I really like the original Medal of Honor. I like that game, too. Uh, Sonic Adventure is not a good game, but I like that one also. <laughs> but, but nothing... Nothing sticks in my brain from this year quite as much as Shenmue does. That that game has a very peculiar way of being something that is simultaneously so frustrating and pushes against you so much that it almost doesn't seem like it wants you to enjoy it. But you can't stop thinking about it and can't stop... Wanting to like do more in that world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had to take like a three month hiatus two thirds into that game because it gets so repetitive and frustrating that you can't keep playing without like self flagellating. But at the same time, you think about it and you're like, but then you go back to it, and then I couldn't stop, played it all the way to the end in like two days. There's just something about it the music, the world. Uh, not the characters, the writing's really bad, so they're <laughs> not a highlight. But, um, it's got that old world charm, that old school charm, you know? I, would like, you say, I like me a Shenmue. Would you say it's like the best 7 out of 10 you've ever played? Uh, you know, I would say Mad Max is the best 7 out of 10 I ever played.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think is the best second, I don't know, man, it's, it's a, it's a good, it's the best bad game. I've played. Okay. Shenmue two, however, is a really good, good game. Shenmue two is a damn good game. Much better okay, than Shenmue okay. one Shenmue gameplay three? wise. Shenmue three? Woof. Bad game. Woof. Bad woof, game. Woof woof woof. All um, dogs bad <laughs> game.
1: Rayman two came out that year. Rayman two is a fun game. Rayman <laughs> is disgusting, but fun. You guys I've only the ever Rayman, played the, the newer remake.
2: The newer Rayman games, but yes, I do remember Rayman Raving Rabbits. I didn't know that Rayman and the Raving Rabbits were connected for a long time. <laughs> awesome
0: game. <laughs> um alex rayman origins and legends that you just referenced yeah damn good games they too. are love good games. games they're good games yeah all right we, game are, we are
2: we are out of game. time uh yeah. sorry yeah. were you gonna say oh, something boy. really quick me or janelle i thought she was gonna say something
1: no Nope.
0: so okay new pokemon gold and silver and uh silent hill, silent hill. yeah there it is So Next. you
1: guys always have like these big long reasons why you love the games from those years and i'm like i just like the game
0: Nah, nah, to be fair, my reason for Shenmue is like, oh, it's not a good game, but I like it. Yeah, for that, some w- reason, that was literally no one's reason. Well no, you're not stupid. No one's stupid. <laughs>
1: well.
0: Uh, yeah, just, you, you know, that's that's all that's all you need for a game. If it if it strikes a chord with you, yeah. that's enough. You don't yeah. need to justify it. I just know? like to give a long reason. like bad yeah. things.
2: I like to give reasoning because I like to pretend that I'm a journalist. I like to play pretend and put on my little hat and talk about mm-hmm. why I like things. Um. As opposed to you guys who are actual journalists, so you can get away with being like, "This is cool." <laughs> we... I feel famous. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Bill yeah. Trinan, call us back. <laughs> yeah, Bill Trinan. I left you. Hey,
1: Bill. Hey, Bill. Yo, Bill. Um, I followed your daughter's dog on Instagram so that you would call Don't us back. Don't what... Bill. No. <laughs> no, he was like, "Follow my daughter's dog on Instagram," and I went, "Fuck it, this will do it." I left yeah. you a very good. Very good voicemail. It was very professional. Please, we love you, Bill. Call me back. We love you, Bill. Bill.
0: Go Ducks. Go Tracktown Pizza. <laughs> it's good stuff. Anyways, <laughs> that was the Emerald Games Cast. And uh, if you'd like us to talk about a game or answer a question of yours, send us an email at emeraldgamescast at gmail We also have a Twitter, and it is at odegamescast. We take questions, or comments, or anything on either. Uh, Send us uh, uh, your your argument for or against the quality of Donkey Kong sixty four. Um, we will talk about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I've, and I've been <laughs> Nolan. With me has been.
1: Um, I'm Janelle, and I am donating to Black Lives Matter, and you should too.
0: And
2: I'm Alex, and I already did. Get on my step up. Get on my game. I got paid the other day. No. I donated. Oh, oh
0: shit! Well, there That's you guys go. One step ahead of you. There you go. All right. Have a good week.
1: Go play some Donkey Kong. Don't.